This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. We have now uh, a deal uh, with Israel, with uh, the Palestinian Authority, and with Jordan to um, have Canadians uh, evacuated from the West Bank through buses. And we hope this can, uh, this operation can uh, start uh, as early as Tuesday uh, of this week. So new in the last uh, few minutes, you heard Dave Bradley talking about it. And it's uh, great to have you. I'm Alex Pearson. Uh, we have managed to get some Canadians from um, the dangerous area of Gaza. That's Melanie Jolie announcing that 24 Canadians managed to get to, to the West Bank and then into Jordan. And so they're going to be boarding a flight home. There are a couple of hundred um, Canadians that um, or permanent residents that are stuck in the area whether they can get out, uh, who knows? It's not the safest area. It is an incredibly difficult area to get to and very dangerous for obvious reasons. But the West Bank is this uh, temporary home for hundreds in the Gaza area that are trying to, um, you know, they got there stuck. They were either working in Israel, they may have been visiting family in the West Bank, and then the attacks happened and their lives uh, kind of got frozen in time. Let's bring in Mackenzie Gray, national reporter with our Global News up in uh, Ottawa. Good to have you. Hi, Alex. Wasn't a lot of hope to get um, many out of uh, the West Bank. And so is this uh, the best we'll be able to do? Are they expecting to get more out? No, I wouldn't say there's not a lot of hope. There was a clear understanding that Jordan seemed to be on side with getting the 250 Canadians who were out. The issue that came yesterday was that the crossing uh, between the West Bank going into Jordan on the Jordanian side was closed and mm -hmm. from what we had understood from officials yesterday they you know basically just it closes randomly and there was no kind of rhyme or reason to it um and so they, they got some people out today we don't know the number of people but the the procedure was basically they'd get on a bus in the west bank they'd go to the border and kind of in a no man's land in between everyone would have mm -hmm. to switch to another bus that jordan you know on the, the jordanian side that had driven into the border They'd switch onto the, the bus that would take him from Jordan. Uh, and then my understanding is uh, those Canadians will fly home from Cairo. Uh, they'll leave Jordan and go to Cairo and then fly back to Canada there. So we don't know the number of people, but uh, it's only 250. And the fact that this mm -hmm. first one was able to happen, I think to me, signals that as long as people can uh, get to Ramallah, which is where they're going from, there should be, other, should be able to be um, subsequent trips to get everyone out who'd like to get out. Yeah, and certainly, um, you know, once Israel starts its ground mission, which could be any time, does that change anything? Uh, tough to say. Uh, it obviously depends on the situation um, in, in the West Bank. But with 250 people, you would imagine that's, you know, a couple busloads at best to be able to get out. It's yeah. not the same amount of people that you're looking in Israel now who still want to leave. You know, that number was originally around 700 when they first announced that flights were going to be taking off from Tel Aviv to Athens. They've got 1,000 people out. Uh, as of yesterday, they were up to 1,000, eight different flights. But subsequently, since these flights have started um, going, the number of people who want out, uh, Canadians who want out of Israel, 
has now gone up to 2,300. Mm-hmm. So yeah. more people have kind of said that they want to avail themselves of this uh, assisted departure as global affairs in the military are calling it to get people out of Israel. So, uh, you know, the West Bank situation does seem to be under control. Obviously, what's going on in Gaza in terms of trying to get the 300 Canadians who are out there is a much more difficult situation relative to the West Bank and Israel. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I've got family in Tel Aviv and uh, they're they're extremely concerned. Uh, it's it, they just haven't seen that whole Hezbollah along the northern border is what the real threat is, and they've got a massive amount of ammunition and things that they can um, certainly send into to you know the areas that are heavily populated. But uh, yeah, a lot of them are changing their minds. It's kind of the first time I've heard where they're so nervous they want out, and so when they're signaling they want out, then uh, then it must be pretty bad. The question is, can they get them out? How long do you know? Um, and I guess we won't know. Are flights going to be able to leave from that airport in Israel? Um, kind of have they made arrangements to keep going? Or is at some point that airspace going to be closed? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. Yesterday yeah. when the military had their briefing along with the global affairs folks, basically they're saying we're able to fly as uh, many flights as required to get people out. Obviously, uh, if the conditions change, then then that circumstance uh, would be reevaluated. They're not flying, you know, the, the planes that they're using are military mm-hmm. planes, you know, folks, you know, fighter pilots essentially are the ones who are flying them. It's the same uh, planes the prime minister or the governor general uses to get around. So it's not like a Hercules going in there that would be um, more readily able to take fire or something to that effect. Uh, but you could see a scenario where the type of plane changes depending on the circumstance on the ground. You know, when the Sudanese evacuations were taking place, they weren't using these CC-150 Polaris to get people to and from. They were using true military aircraft to get people in and out. So I would imagine the military is ready, but, uh, you know, there seems to be a pretty good movement of people at this point in time to get a good chunk of Canadians out of the situation. And, you know, even relative to the Americans who have not done any Think similar to what Canada's done. I think for folks who are in Israel, yeah. I would imagine they're fairly pleased with the fact that there are some flights to get people out. Yeah, it's it's surprising, and, and there's a lot of uh, flack uh, the president is uh, getting for that. I, I might be putting you on the corner on the uh, spot with this, but has Egypt? Um, they, they've been shutting the the border uh, crossings for those trying to get out of Gaza. Have they, and I heard reports they were going to open that this morning. Have they? Not to my knowledge. Um, I mean, that could have changed, but uh, yeah. Obviously, there's been, you know, at least yesterday from a speak to Canadian perspective, um, you know, we were pressing officials yesterday, kind of what happened. Um, you know, they had said, you know, Saturday between noon and five, there was an opportunity or, or the potential for an opportunity to get people out of Gaza, um, you know, to announce things, you know, with the caveat that that is a very fluid situation. I think everyone understands that. But to announce things with the specificity of a date and time, it certainly seemed like there was at least some optimism on the Canadian side that people would be able to get out. And, you know, we should point out, no one has gotten out. This is not just a Canada issue. This is a everybody issue. Americans, Germans, French, British, you know, no one's able to get out. Uh, yeah. So, and, uh, so it's a difficult situation. You know, and the other thing, too, is, uh, you know, the, the Canadian government had kind of said that for folks in Gaza, it was their expectation that if you had you know, family members who were kind of Canadian adjacent, 
a specific technical word for, I'm just blanking on it right now, that they would likely to be able to come out with you. It certainly sounds like what they were saying yesterday that anyone who's in Gaza, basically, you have to have a Canadian passport if you're going to be able to get out mm. if the opportunity arises. So there might be some difficult decisions for Canadians in Gaza if they go or not, if they have a family member, you know, think of an elderly mom or dad, mm-hmm. a kid, something like that, who might not be able to come with them. So uh, some, if they can get out, some tough decisions might be ahead for Canadians yeah. who, who are in Gaza. Uh, just quickly, are we going to be hearing from the Prime Minister at some point? Well, uh, the House of Commons uh, is back today. Uh, I would expect mm-hmm. that we'll see Mr. Trudeau uh, on the Hill. Uh, if not, we're going to try and chase him down. But, um, you know, we should, uh, I would I would imagine we'll hear from him today at some point in time. I haven't checked his schedule this morning and whether or not he'll be yeah. in question period. But uh, I do know the Deputy Prime Minister will be there. So at a minimum, we'll hear from Ms. Freeland on this issue. I'm sure you guys will give chase to whoever you can find. All right. Thank you for the update. Appreciate it. Thanks, Alex. That's uh, Mackenzie Gray updating us on the situation. So, yeah, they've gotten 25 to 30 um, people out from the West Bank area through Jordan. But if Egypt doesn't open that border, again, that's so much wasted time. And so for all the condemnation of Israel, where's the condemnation for Egypt and all these other countries around that could take, you know, a lot of these, um, you know, these women and children into their country? And they won't. So there is that on the ground. Hamas is also not letting them go.